Welcome to the Expressing Motherhood podcast. Host Lindsay Cabot will be talking to creative moms, finding out what kind of projects they are up to and how and when they are finding the time to be creative. To find out more about the stage show Expressing Motherhood, please head on over to expressingmotherhood.com. Thanks for joining us. Okay, we should be recording. Hi, and welcome to the Expressing Motherhood podcast. My name is Lindsay Cavett, and today I'm going to be speaking with Los Angeles mom, Megan Dolan. I just recently met Megan um, when I went to her one-woman show, Snack. It was part of the Hollywood Fringe Festival, and it was amazing. And Megan is a founding member of the Elephant Theater Company, a place that uh, I've actually been fortunate enough to have Expressing Motherhood perform at multiple times. And she's acted in many of the Elephant productions. She originated the roles of Caitlin in One Fell Swoop and Woman and Ooh, I don't know if I can pronounce that. Megan, how do you pronounce that? Carinade? Carinade. Carinade. Okay. Um, and so she's an actress, and she's a writer, and she has um, a boy and a girl who are both really still quite young. And welcome, Megan. Thank you, Lindsay. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm a huge fan. Oh, thank you. Well, Megan's actually going to be in Expressing Motherhood's fall show. She's going to be in the September show. So get your tickets for that, just straight off the bat. Um, and like I said, I just went and saw you, Megan, in your one-woman show, Snack, which I was so incredibly impressed with. I think it was an 50 minutes, but I, I did not want it to be over. I was ready, ready for an oh. intermission and for it to come back or just to sit there. It was awesome. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. That means a lot. Um, and had you... So, have I guess we should explain. Um, tell people what Snack is about. Okay, it's um, it's about me having a, a tough day with my kids, and I seek solace in my Vitamix blender and make the perfect smoothie to kind of soothe myself. And I then I trace the roots of that smoothie addiction back to the comfort foods of my childhood. When all these different things like blueberry donuts and um, Lorna Dune cookies got me through this very hard year when my mom joined the cult and my dad started dating and then and my world kind of fell apart since I was eight when I was eight years old. Yeah, so the, just kind of how those like those wounds of childhood are are informing my parenting and like the question is how do you parent yourself and your kids at the same time? And I don't know the answer to that. I love it. No, I don't either. And so, how, um, it was. It's a. So I have so many questions. But tell everybody how old your children are. Uh, my son is five and a half, and my daughter is three and a half. Okay, so they're young. And what I had you done a one woman show before? I had done one in two thousand. So what is that? Fifteen years ago. Okay. <laughs> yes, a long time ago I did, but. I've always wanted to do more, and I never had. You never had. And I loved what I read. I must have read it in, here in the program that I think it, I wrote, read it here that you started writing for 10 minutes a day. Yes, I did. I did. Um, I The only time I could do it was after the kids went to bed, and I was so exhausted mm -hmm. that I just set the goal of 10 minutes a day. And I did that for a long time, and then I upped it to 20 minutes, maybe after six months or something. And then was just kind of piecing this whole thing together. It took a year and a half to write it. 
So you knew when you started off with your 10 minutes a day, you knew that you wanted, your end goal was going to be a one-woman show? No, honestly, I didn't. I just knew that my um, creativity was dying. <laughs> I needed to do something. I was I was just struggling a little bit, you know, in my soul. And so I... Um, yeah, that was the goal. I was I was reading I read this book by Anne Lamott called Bird by Bird and it's all about writing and it's the most the best book on writing I've ever read. And um so I was inspired by that. And so what but also what I was doing is I was going to storytelling nights at the elephant every few months and I was getting inspired by that. So my goal my first goal was just to perform in that storytelling night. So that was the first thing I did. What's the storytelling night that they do? It was called The Trunk Show, um, which is now defunct, but I think it's starting again in the fall. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then one of the trunk shows that I did, the theme was hunger. And so that got me thinking along those lines. I had all these kind of little stories, and then I tied them in with the foods, and that, that was how it started, this journey started. Okay. I love that you, it's interesting. I just had somebody else on recently and even for my own self, I think, I mean, there's a similar theme of having small amounts of time to be creative, not really necessarily knowing what the end result was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. But whether it be through, for me, it was blogging way back in 2006 and then I shut it down once the show started, but the blogging really led to the show you know, and uh-huh. it's just interesting. I don't know, especially as moms, we're exhausted. And but yeah. but how your little ten minutes a day led to you know your an, a one hour one woman show, which right. was amazing. So um, and now as far as I got to see it, but for other Los Angeles locals, is there another chance for them to be able to see it? Well, there is. I received a um, Encore Producers Award, and I get to do one more show on July 12th oh. at 5 o'clock. Congratulations. Okay, I need to pimp that out on Expressing Motherhood's page. As our, let, oh, it would be great. It's probably, are you sold out yet? I mean, it's probably... No, no, we're not sold out yet, no. Okay. I know you're going to um, be in I, the same space? Oh, yes, exact same space. Yeah. Okay. All right, so... Did you come to L.A. to, of course, hold up, the neighbors um, just started doing yard work. I'm going to shut my window. That's typical. <laughs> okay. That's totally, that's okay. Whew, I'm going to start sweating. Okay. Um, so did you come to, well, come to L.A. You were born and raised in Southern California, but did you right. pursue acting right off the bat when you were young? I Well, I did. I grew up in Orange County, and I went to Cal State Long Beach, and um a bunch of us from Captain Long Beach formed the Elephant Theater Company. And so after college, I moved up to L.A. to be a part of that and to be an actor. And I lived in L.A. for about 15 years mm-hmm. and met my husband actually on an acting softball team. Um, and then we lived in Glendale. And then, long story short, we had my son, and he just didn't sleep as a baby at all. It was awful. And so when I got pregnant with my daughter, we moved down to be closer to my family so they could help us with the kids. Uh-huh. And I was at Long Beach. I see. Gotcha. And Long that's Beach. the whole story. <laughs> and um, do you, it's funny because I've, I found a lot of people who've moved to the suburbs. I don't know. Sometimes they have, you know, suburban angst is real. Yes. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. And well, but I guess for you, it's a great connection because you can still come back up to the elephant and you're active and all that. Yeah, it's, 
it's almost like I'm doing so much more now that I live here than I did when I lived there. But but also I wouldn't be able to do it without the support from my family and my husband's family with the kids. So yeah, that's yeah. true. And now as far so uh, well, I guess people would have to have seen the show. I, but I did have one question. So about Megan's one woman show, Snack. Your mom jo- joined this cult for a year, and I was wondering if she's one still in it, and number two, if you what your relationship is like with her now. Oh, it's great. Um, she joined, it, and I call it a cult just because I like that. You know, it makes it really dramatic. Yeah. <laughs> but it's more. It's called Life Spring, and it was actually the precursor to Landmark Forum. I don't know if you've heard oh, of that. Oh yeah, I know that. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. So it kind her. of led. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Into that. <laughs> Um, so she, um, my mom was, was very depressed and, and then she joined this cult and kind of like became very up and got the courage to, to do a lot of things that she needed to do in her life. But anyway, it, it, it kind of threw our family into turmoil and yeah, she stayed involved with life spring for a while and she actually met my stepfather there and they're still married. They've been married over 30 years. Um, but then she kind of drifted away from it. No, she's not involved in it anymore. But what's interesting to me mm-hmm. is it was such a, a hard thing for me as a kid, but now I'm very involved with things like agape and, you know, meditation and, and things that are kind of related to that. So it's just interesting that I'm open to the, I was kind of exposed to those things at a young age and now I find them beneficial, but. That's that um, interesting. Do you go, do you yeah. drive all the way to agape? Um, I, I haven't in a little while, but yes, I was going regularly, um, cause now that I live in Long Beach, it's a straight shot up the 405, so it's not, not too hard. So. Okay. And for yeah. everybody who's not in LA, Agape is, well, you probably, one of the, I don't know if he's called a preacher, um, but the, the African American man who's, I think the leader, right? Yeah. Reverend Ma- uh, Michael Beckwith. Yeah. Okay. He's been on Oprah before, so you might, I mean, he's huge and I don't know what, if it's it's non-denominational, I don't even know if it's... Right, it is. Right? It is, yeah. Does it follow... We believe in the truths of all the great religions, yes. Okay, it is, but oh my, I've been there a few times, because it, it's a little bit of a hike, um, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it's amazing. It's an amazing it inspirational is. service. Um, and then I was also... The music talking, alone is Oh amazing. my, you have to go for the music alone. Yeah, the, it's yeah. amazing. That's funny, and so I was... The last person I had on, Loretta Fox... We were talking about meditation as well. She does transcendent, transcendental meditation. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. then I just started meditating via Inside LA, but it has really helped with my anxiety. What what kind of meditation do you do? Well, you know what I've been doing is the uh, on the Oprah and Deepak, you know, they do this 21-day meditations. Have oh, you heard of those? I don't know about that. Oh, they're fantastic. They do them every few months, and they're free. And so I kind of started with that, and then... Um, then I got the CDs and I just listened to Deepak and I meditate for 20 minutes and then I kind of do another extra 10 on my own. Um, but that's how I was able to do this show because I found, mm. I don't know, whenever I would sit down to try to be creative before I started meditating, uh-huh. the the noise was too loud. The negative voices were too loud and too deafening and I would just get paralyzed. But with doing meditation, I feel like it gave me a little bit of space. Mm-hmm. between, you know, the negativity and then, like, my real self. Not to sound too weird, but I mean, just that little space, like, I was able to, to, to write. Oh, that's nice. So you would, you'll meditate, you'll put the kids to bed, then you'll meditate, and then you would write? No, actually, I would meditate first thing in the morning. I would get up at 
six, my daughter would get up at six thirty, and I would I would do it then, and then I would write later. Oh, I see. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Where would somebody go to find out about that meditation? Um, Oprah's website. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys know Oprah. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, Oprah. Did. All right. There's well, a new one starting in July, actually, a new uh, series of it. Okay. I might have meditation. to do that. I find that my anxiety peaks in the summer because I get really hot. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Anyway, so sort of interesting. And, okay, so what is – I know you have expressing motherhood coming up, and um, but beyond that, what what else is up for you then in the in the near future? Um, we're hoping me and my director are hoping to be able to produce snack somewhere else to take it, you know, to another mm. theater or or be able to do. And like you said, it's so flattering, and a lot of people said this they wanted more. So I'd like I do have I have many a lot more that we cut. I'd like to flesh it out a little bit and maybe do you know like an hour Ooh. fifteen minute version. Of it. I know it, it would almost be interesting to go to intermission and then see you older. I don't know. Or oh, that's a that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There, but it it is funny to want more from a one woman show. I mean, that's a great <laughs> thing, right? Yes, yes. Thank you. You did a great, yes. you did a great job. And I was I was thinking of maybe having like a workshop of it and then getting feedback about what do you want to see more of? You know, just to see what people are interested in. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a, my journey. Yeah. Ah, so how does that work when people give you feedback? Do they actually, do you talk to them that night in the audience or they, do they give anonymous? Yeah. Note? Yeah. Okay. Do a talk back afterwards. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so, you know, this can be interesting for, I know how it works, but how do you, you know, for someone who might be, let's say, listening from in there in Ohio or Iowa and they've never done theater before, how did you, well, you're involved with the elephant space, but... Right. I guess, so that's not the best, sorry. Um, well, but it is, as far as the Fringe Festival goes, mm -hmm. like, that's a great way, because there's so much support, so mm -hmm. wherever they're living, there might be a Fringe Festival somewhat nearby. Yeah. Um, and I, I, that's true. Look for local festivals, or, and I always tell people, just do it. Just rent a theater. You can do yeah. it. Like, it doesn't right. matter if you've never done it before. I think especially since you, you've, like, pushed a human being out of your J-hole, or... <laughs> Or it's yeah. been, you know, like knifed out of your belly or you've adopted, you know, and taken, it's just so much there. Like yes. you can do this. I don't know. I just, I never, we didn't know what we were, we had never done. I'd never done a show before. I'd um, never done theater on my own, but I just think that's interesting for, I love, I love letting like this podcast. I don't exactly know what I'm doing, but it's, but it's fine. And I love listening to you all. Right. And, so, and a friend of mine uh -huh. kept reminding me, like when I would get fearful during this whole process, she would, there's this quote that we have, I can't, I think it's from Marianne Williamson, but it's, if you have the desire to express something or to say something, then there's somebody out there that has the need to hear it. And I kept remembering that, like, okay, so this is coming forth for some reason. Somebody wants, needs to hear this. So I'll just keep going, you know, uh, when it becomes too much about me and my ego and whatever. Right. I love that. Who, ha who yeah. said that quote? I think it was Marianne Williamson. Um, okay. I'll have to check with my friend, Stephanie. That is amazing. Yeah, because you're right. It's a part of, and then you start to self-center your, or to censor yourself. Like, oh God, I'm talking too much about myself. Yes. Or, yes. Right? Yeah. Nobody cares. Like, that's the thing that would come up for me. Nobody cares. Like, who cares? Nobody's going to care about this, you know? Right. It's a, and you're, when you're working on it for so long, you can't see it clearly anymore. It's I just, see. 
And then I also, yeah. do you feel like, you know, you want to come off, because I can tell you, I will, I don't, I only, I've only seen you in the show and talked to you, but you seem like a very positive person. And I always, especially myself being from the Midwest, like, I don't want people to think I'm complaining too much, <laughs> you know, but that's ridiculous. And I'm like, oh my God, get out of, you know, it's like, it's a weird thing I have, but I have to get over that. But the thing with you too is, and, and people said this about me, is like, there's, there's so much humor in it. Mm-hmm. Like the the suffering is like tempered with humor and that makes it enjoyable. So Oh, absolutely. And I yeah. don't mean to imply it all. Your Megan's um one woman show snack that I just saw is is very humorous and there's, you know, no no self pity there at all. So Thank you. I did not want to imply that. And that's that's a scary thing about doing a solo show is people always talk about it being masturbatory or whatever and I was always like, What does that mean? How do you know if you're doing that? And I just had to take a chance and Wait, being what? See. What did you call it? Being, they say they say that it's like it's being masturbatory, like I think, like you said, being um, just self-indulgent. It's like, how do you know if you're walking that line or not? Oh, that's interesting. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a great fear I had about doing it. Yeah. Well, you didn't do it. So for you, have you, I don't know, as far as the creative, you know, environment that you're around, clearly you've you've got that built in because you helped found it, you know, founded the Elephant Theater, which, by the way, it's up for sale, right? Yeah, well, that we're having to move to a new space. Yes, the the building is for sale. Okay. <laughs> oh, but you will move to a new space, so it will. It yes, Dave Slopey, the um, artistic director. Yes, he found a new space. I can't remember exactly where it is, but we're sharing it with another theater company oh. for half a year, and they'll have it half a year. So yes. Will it be in Hollywood? Yes, it will. Oh. And Dave have the Elephant has one more show at the at our space in July called The Great Divide. So there's one more chance to see us there. And then that's it? I won't be in it. No, I'm not in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then that's it. That's the, oh, it at that space. Yeah. I know. I love yes, that I space. Know. Somebody, somebody with money, too. go buy that space, the Elephant Stage Works, and keep it the same. I mean, I, w- I just hope some developer doesn't come in, and which probably will happen, unfortunately. But It's such beautiful spaces. I can't imagine them, them just turning it into something else. But That's true. Hopefully not. But, yeah, we'll I see. Know. I know. Let's see. And so, oh, do you are do you work outside of the? I mean, I, I that sounds dumb, but do you have a work a job? Do you, or what? I don't. Yeah, no. no, I you don't. You just lay around eating your peanut butter smoothies. I'm kidding. That's, <laughs> that's right. ter- do you work? Um, okay, so you're. That's why you're squeezing it in at night. Otherwise, you could just be writing. You know, if you had an office job and sneaking your writing in there, of course. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. That's right. So for everybody in Los Angeles, we have one more chance to see Megan's show, her one-woman show, Snack. And tickets for that are, um, where, where are tickets on that, Megan, for the show? Oh, they're at www.theencoreawards.com slash projects slash 2049. But if you go to theencoreawards.com, then you can look up Snack. Okay. You can get them there. They're $12. $12 on July 12th. I'll link to that. And then Megan's also on Twitter at Snack the Show. Um, So you can follow Mm -hmm. Megan there. So, Megan, I think in closing, I, you know, I had one more thought, which was, and we had talked about this, but how do you feel after you've, you know, you've just completed something? And I know that I'm really hard on myself after a show has finished, but how are you feeling now that you've just, you know, completed this? 
Well, it, it's funny because I thought it was completed and then we had this extra one so it was like, oh, a little, you know, another bump. But I'm a little nervous about ending it because it's it's kind of a little bit of an addiction. <laughs> you know, it kind of takes so much of my energy and then like seeing, oh, how many tickets have we sold? And it's a lot of work. But uh, but then also part of me, I really need to sink back into family life and my, my house is off the charts, like messy. Wow. And it, it's so hard to balance both. So... I'm kind of torn between wanting to fully, you know, come back to earth and but at the same time I'll be I'll be missing that that part. But yeah. It's I guess bittersweet. Yeah. Can you enjoy? Are you able to allow yourself to enjoy any of the I mean, yeah, I've done a pretty good job. Um the Fringe Festival is such a whirlwind cuz I went to see I went to see probably like twenty five shows oh, just wow. so other people would be coming to my show. So it was uh, crazy. It was like I had a night job just going wow. out every night. But so I did enjoy the camaraderie. Oh my gosh! And there was a tremendous group of women with the LA Female Playwrights Initiative oh, um, yeah. through the Fringe that we all bonded and supported each other. So I feel like I've got yes, I did. I definitely did enjoy it. And I after the first two shows, I really started enjoying enjoying performing. Um, the first couple, I just felt like I was vomiting out words because it's crazy to be on stage for an hour. It's such a, it's such a, like, learning to ride the rhythms of it. It's very, um, it was a, a huge learning curve. Were you nervous? But, um, I mean, I couldn't imagine, when I w- was watching you, I thought, I, I would like to do it, but I feel like I would just be so nervous. Did it felt feel- like jumping off a cliff. It, it did? really did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was beyond nervous. It was just... Yeah. But I had done so much work. I had done, I was just really proud of myself and my director, Chris Game. Mm-hmm. We had we had worked so hard on, it, hard on it. And I, Lindsay, I was so ready. I was so sick of doing it in front of my bookshelf uh-huh. that I was so ready <laughs> to get some kind of feedback. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. And I, I, I talk about this I almost with everybody because I'm like, does somebody make it happen? I feel, I wish there was a network or a show where it could, you know, a variety show for women's stories like this, you know, and just like, uh-huh. I think it would be fabulous. So I don't, I well, mean, you, I, you kind of provide that. Well, I'm saying, I, well, thank you, but I want it to be on TV. Like I want, you know, oh, Am- right, I want right. Amazon or Netflix to, I keep saying, I'm like, I would love a variety show. And my husband keeps scoffing. He's like, nobody in Hollywood wants a <laughs> fucking variety show. When's the last time a variety show did well? <laughs> but uh, whatever. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a gr- I would watch it. So anyway. Yeah, I would do. See, right? The women are all saying yeah. that. I know. And my husband's, you know, I mean, not that he, I don't want to throw him under the bus, but he's more, a little bit more like that old school, I think, man mentality. I mean, he's very right. Right. female, but you know what I mean. Right. But I could, so I'm going to rob a bank and make that happen. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Megan, thank you so much for talking to me. And I will put all the links to Megan's shows out there so everybody can go support her and see her wonderful one woman show snack it really is amazing and dealt with a lot of issues i think we could all um relate with thank you so much yeah it was amazing and then also of course you can catch megan in the september expressing motherhood that's all everybody thank you megan thanks for being on thank you Lindsay. you're welcome okay bye okay bye Thanks to everybody for joining me here on the Expressing Motherhood podcast. I will talk to you next time once I figure out who I'm going to have on air. If you're a creative (laughs) mom out there, oh good, you're still on. 
please uh, email me, lindsay at expressingmotherhood.com. I'd love to talk to creative moms from all over the country and world. All right, everybody, that's it. Go to expressingmotherhood.com to find out more about the stage show. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm.